we maybe should get into a little more Joe Biden today. Uh, he's pulling a run Burgundy where he's just reading the teleprompter when it said uh, end of quote. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not even surprised at this point. Uh, but he's sharp. He's sharp as he's, a tack. Yeah. Uh, this guy uh, is amazing. Um, he's so quick witted and nimble of mind hmm. and body. If you look up his uh, medical report, because he just got the big checkup, uh, and his doctor said he's got a noticeably stiffer gait in the last year. And if you ever see him walk away from the podium, and sometimes they do linger on him and show him walking out the door because he won't answer any questions, you see that he is looking a little feeble. He's looking a little bit... I mean, he's walking slower and stiffer and not fluid, like his doctor mentioned. Plus, the cognitive decline, I mean, it's becoming more and more apparent to people, which is why more and more people are thinking, this isn't the guy who should be the leader of the free world. So much fun with the President of the United States and his quick wit and sharp tongue coming up in a few minutes. Well, just one minute from now. Uh, we'll get to that in about 60 seconds, actually. The Glenn Beck Program. What's better than getting an amazing Black Friday deal and saving a ton of money? Well, getting an amazing Black Friday deal, saving a ton of money, and teaching your kids and grandkids about the true history and freedoms of America in the process. The Tuttle Twins books cover everything from how the free market works to how important it is that we have a limited government in this country to basic common truths about the world around us. My daughter the other day was just like, oh, I'm reading that. I'm reading a book. Which which book? Oh, it's um, it's the Tuttle Twins one. I'm looking at it. She's like reading about like the Fed. <laughs> just like, like i mean it's like and it's designed for kids so they understand these stories they're entertaining stories they want to read them and mm-hmm. in in the process they're also picking up a little information about the foundations of this country which is really important you can give your kids and grandkids the gift of truth this holiday season and get them the tuttle twins books right now get early access to a special tuttle twins black friday deal this is the biggest deal they've ever done it includes the kids books activity books audiobooks, guidebooks, and parent guides, all for 75% off the normal price. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com to access the special deal they have going on right now. T-U-T-T-L-E. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com for 75% off the normal price right now at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, President Biden had much more to say. Um, he t- was talking about high gas prices. He was talking about the grocery store shelves are going to be well stocked. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, and even the Walmart CEO said, hey, everything's great. And the this, this shelves are going to be stocked. And there's nothing to worry about. Uh, but, okay, gas prices a little bit high. Yeah, but that's not his fault either. Um, I think you'll find nothing is joe biden's fault has he ever 
taken any responsibility for anything? I don't think so. Afghanistan, everything was fine. In fact, that went great. It was highly successful. It was either great or it was Trump's fault, depending on the day. Or Trump's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, gas prices, not his deal. That's that's Well, let's see who he blames here for gas prices. You know, today, though, I, I want to address another mm-hmm. challenge okay. that families are facing. Mm-hmm. And the one I think they're most focused on right now. High gas prices. This is a problem. Mm. Not just here in the United States, but around the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. The price of gasoline has reached record levels recently in Europe and in Asia. Yeah. In France, at the end of the last month, it reached about $7 per gallon. Yeah, in Japan, it's about $5.50 mm-hmm. per gallon. The highest it's been in years. Of course, it's always mm-hmm. painful when gas prices, gas prices spike. Yeah. Today, the price of gas in America, on average, is $3.40 a gallon. In California, it's much higher. Yeah, right. The impact is okay. real. But the fact right. is, we faced even worse spikes before. Yeah, worse Just spikes. in the last decade. Mm-hmm. We saw it in 2012 when the price of gasoline hit $3.90. And again, who was president we then? And who was vice president? We saw it in 2014 when it hit $3.69. Remind me again, mm-hmm. president, and vice re- president. As recently as 2019, uh-huh. we saw it surpass $3 in many places. Mm-hmm. The uh, fact is, we always now. get through those spikes. But we're going to get through this one as well and hopefully faster. Okay. But it doesn't mean we should uh-huh. just stand by idly and wait for prices to drop on their own. Yeah. Right. It's funny because this what he's going to do is this strategic oil reserve. Yeah. Uh, SP, the petroleum reserve. Release three days. Not, not even three, but almost three days worth of oil. 55 million gallons, right? Isn't that what he's promising to release from the uh, yeah, reserve? Yeah, that's all right. Mm-hmm. 55 million gallons. We, we consume... About 20 million gallons a day in the United States. That's less than three days of oil consumption. What is that going to do? Almost nothing. That's not going to do anything. What is that going to do? Uh, it's not going to drive the price down. There's some There's some analysis that said it could make gas prices drop, drop by about five cents a gallon. For a short time. Yeah. So, and then they'll just go right back up. And then what do you do? Do you release three more days? And then three more after that? It's not going to... That's not... It's not a solution to the problem. No. And, and look, he's obviously right. There's ups and downs with gas prices. That's that's not a surprise. Of course, one of the ways that you make the, the downs outpace the ups is by adding to supply, not closing mm-hmm. pipelines, not barring, you know, mm-hmm. drilling in area after area after area, not agreeing with insane protesters um, that want to screw our energy supply up and basically you know adopt their viewpoint that fossil fuels are so evil we need to get rid of them i mean you know again this 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 new if you cared about energy prices and you wanted to spend 3.5 trillion dollars on a new bill you might target that toward development of new energy sources uh not just solar panels but actual fossil fuels that are reliable and and work Right. Mm-hmm. So long term, he has a terrible strategy. Short term, I don't know that this is going to help. You know, I mean, it, maybe it helps a little bit, but, I, you know, I, I don't know that it's, you know, obviously gas taxes are a, a much, a much uh, bigger part of the uh, of the picture here. I mean, like France's gas, France's gas prices are seven dollars a gallon because 
their taxes are ridiculously high. I mean, you know, governments all over the world manipulate gas prices, including here in the United States. There's huge taxes on them. There's huge taxes all over the world. I mean, and, and the opposite is true, too. The, you know, the Venezuela um, uh, situation is interesting. They just <clears throat> had a 20 times gas price increase. It mm. went up 20 times what it used to be. Wow. It went from 0.5 cents a gallon to 10 cents a gallon in venezuela that's outrageous outrageous they're paying they're paying 10 cents a gallon (laughs) in venezuela now yes why are they paying 10 cents a gallon because they just are so good at refining (laughs) oil no Mm -mm. no the reason is because the government is subsidizing it yeah uh in 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 large part uh, all the way down to almost zero and of course they're upset about it governments manipulate these things all the time they can do some uh some things to make gas prices higher yes it's a global market Jeez. so it does it is at some level uh controlled by supply and demand in that way that you can't control exactly but long term you can can you imagine paying 10 cents a gallon for gas <laughs> my god i when i was just starting to drive and this is in montana so gas prices were much lower than they were in other parts of the of the country at the mm-hmm. time because you know this is the late 1800s. Yeah. Um, so when I first started to drive, it, I was paying 28 cents a gallon. 28 wow. cents. But even then. Even then, that's higher than in Venezuela. That's almost three times the price that they're currently paying in Venezuela. Well, that's up incredible. until this increase, they were play, paying a half a cent <laughs> per gallon. Jeez. One half of one cent. If you got one gallon, how do you pay for that? <laughs> Can I get a change back for my uh, my penny? That's a good point. <laughs> Amazing. That's really something else. Uh, but again, you see, but, this isn't a good philosophy, obviously. No, it, it's it, not. It's a country in ruins. And mm-hmm. in some part, because of strategies like this, you, you try to subsidize. Yeah, socialism. Yeah, I mean, socialism doesn't work, as we all are very aware, outside of the White House. Yeah. And it's just too bad that we're in this position that we're in because uh, this is going to it's not just gasoline prices that are going to take a hit and that are taking hits. It's going to be the energy prices, the the heating oil prices, the natural gas, everything that heats your home for winter is going to go up this year. And it's going to be a lot more expensive. And then they're going to tell you that that climate change is getting worse because we're using all of these fossil fuels. We could have, we could have helped this situation um, a long time ago, but we stopped doing something that uh, would have mitigated the problem, and that's building nuclear power plants. It's just a, a real shame that because of two events, one was an actual real world thing, Three Mile Island, and the other was a, a Hollywood movie, China Syndrome with Jane Fonda. Between those two things. That pretty well put a stop to the nuclear energy uh, power plants being being built in America. We it scared the crap out of Americans, and then the environmentalists took off with it and and we're talking about how dangerous nuclear power was, and so we didn't we didn't build any more power plants, uh, and we could have been in a position right now where we're getting clean renewable energy for everybody. Uh, by now, we could have had we could have had just about all the renewable energy we need, and then that could get us through until the solar and wind come through.
there's no alternative right now to oil, really. There's no alternative that will pick up the, that will fill the void that would be created, that is being created by them going off of fossil fuels before we have anything to replace fossil fuels. Well, it shows two things, too. Number one, they're not motivated by the things they say they're motivated by. If you cared about the environment and you cared about emissions, you'd be wildly embracing nuclear power. It's yeah. obvious you, it, this would be, Michael yes. Schellenberger's made this point um, yeah. uh, famously. He's an author. And he's not a right-wing guy. No, no, he was he was in the environmental movement for a long time, and he's embraced nuclear energy. Patrick Moore is another guy who's who's yeah. sort of the same story. Um, and so, if they actually cared about the environment and emissions, they would obviously embrace nuclear power. Well, except for the fact that Three Mile Island killed so many millions of Americans. Yeah, no, that's not you true. Know, that's, that's that's not true. Uh, that Three Mile was, Island was, in fact. Mm-hmm. The complete opposite of a catastrophe. It was a success <laughs> was. story. Because of the the fail-safe measures they put in place for Three Mile Island. It worked yeah. out pretty well. Worked out. I mean Yeah, but I mean the the radiation that was released that that uh no. you know gave so many Americans cancer. The concrete con- containment mm-hmm. structure did just what it was designed to do, prevent radiation from escaping into the environment. And although the reactor itself was crippled, there were mm-hmm. no injury or death among nuclear workers or well, nearby yeah, residents. But, but what you're avoiding is the radiation that did that did sneak out of Three Mile Island that was the equivalent of a chest x-ray. Yes, that is the maximum uh, impact that hit anyone. A whole chest x-ray. One though, chest not just, x-ray. Not half a chest x-ray. Which you would go and do at the doctors. <laughs> if you, that, that chest x-ray, uh-huh. that is the yes. maximum amount of radiation. And of course, yes. you know, Chernobyl famously, you know, they said it was going to kill 500,000 people. And it killed, what was it, 53, 53 or something? 54. Mm-hmm. They think some there will be some deaths down the road um, due to cancer um, that was developed at that period. Although it is, they don't believe it's going to be anywhere near the numbers they were saying they were going to. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of it was because um, at the time kids drank some contaminated milk now that is a decision of course not Mm. necessarily directly tied to the chernobyl incident as much as it's tied to the soviet government who kept having their you know the kids in the area drink Mm. contaminated milk not a good idea obviously uh however uh you know they i mean there 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 is a there are scientists who say you know what actually the whole evacuation period uh, process was was as damaging as the incident, and maybe we shouldn't have evacuated that area at all. Fukushima, that there's no doubt about it. Fukushima was uh, a situation where they th- there was much more damage done by the evacuation than the actual quote unquote crisis. Now, all of this is to say mm. it, it, it's it's dual. It's a sort of a dual track here because number one. If they actually believed the environment, they would be doing different things. If they actually believed we needed to solve this and it wasn't about power and all the other Mm -hmm. things, they would be embracing nuclear power. Secondarily, it also shows how dumb they are. Because if they had embraced nuclear power long ago, it would make it so much easier for us to transition to things like electric cars. We, Mm -hmm. We would have unlimited supplies of energy that were at zero emissions and we wouldn't it would be easy to do those things instead we not only have to bring build the infrastructure for the to, for the charging ports and all the things that they want to jam into these new biden bills but in addition to that we have to massively expand our capacity for electricity if you put all of the cars on top of the electric grid which is already crappy it's going to be a major problem if we had updated and gone with nuclear 
a long time ago, mm -hmm. we would not have those problems. It would be a much easier transition. <laughs> so they've thwarted their own attempts here. Yeah. Which shows not only are they lying about their motivations, they're also dumb. <laughs> so that's the summary. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it's true, sadly. It's, it's, it's true. So as a result, we get, is it less than 20% of our energy comes from nuclear? I think it's yeah, it's a little bit less because they keep closing these plants down. They just closed one down in New York. Um, now France Crazy. is something at eighty percent. France, yeah, they didn't, but they you, didn't cave like we did. Well, they have now. Have they really? Yeah, and they're they're saying they are want they to shutting reduce, down some of their plants. Yeah, they want to reduce their their. Why would you do that? When it's working great. It's working great, and it's. Have it, you heard of a nuclear disaster in France? I certainly haven't. No. Nope. Wow. They, they just have. They Jeez. again. These are decisions <clears throat> made uh, based on environmental activists Ugh. who who. It's clean. Make up a new narrative every two weeks. Remember, their narrative not too long ago was biofuels. I mean, yeah. They were embracing, you know, uh, ethanol, corn-based ethanol. That was their big Didn't push. Didn't work out real that well. That went them, away. Did it? it was. It was. They were anti-nuclear. <laughs> they have now turned on large solar and wind projects as well, all over the world. They're turning against those projects that they previously <laughs> what recommended. What do you do instead? They want. They what are you going to do? They want to deconstruct civilization. A lot of them yeah, do. Really I mean, do. the real brains behind a lot of these operations—that's what their goal is. There are there are certainly people who just want to, you know, want to be green and want to do these things, and they think they're a good idea, you know. But the real brains behind these are the activists, and there is a—they want to deindustrialize the human experience they want the stupid song mm -hmm. you know they want to what was it the a hole paving? in the sky where a tree once was no not that somebody's one. making money that's a great one. Oh, they're paving paradise to, to put, put up, up a, a parking, parking lot. lot they want they want that to be a yeah. legitimate governing philosophy hey farmer farmer put down your ddt forget about the worms give me the birds and bees or whatever that line is yes yeah dumb it's a dumb, dumb. line but is. that is what they want <laughs> That is just a song version of the society they see. And you know what? When I pull into a Walmart, when I go into your, a, a, a giant store that has got a giant concrete parking lot, I don't say, I wish there were flowers there. I say, thank God I can <laughs> park. Don't? No. Uh, wow. That shows what an evil bastard you I are. I say, I wish they would add more parking so I could get closer to this stupid store. <laughs> oh, they have plenty of parking. It's just that it's all for handicapped people. So that's, that's why you're not able to park there close to the store. More uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn coming up. Do you remember the days before the internet when everybody had to go out and physically shop on the holidays? It was rough, but the hustle and bustle is kind of fun. You know, the endless lines of people. Oh, those are the days. Now you don't have to worry about any of that, except when you buy things with a click of a button, you are putting all of your personal information online and it can be exposed. That's why LifeLock is here to help protect your identity during the holiday season and all year round. If you ever become a victim of identity theft, because they can't monitor everything, nobody can. They have an identity restoration specialist that will work to fix it. So get this all wrapped up. Theft protection with LifeLock by Norton. Save big on the Black Friday sale. You can join LifeLock today and save up to 35% off your first year. So don't wait. Call 800-LIFELOCK. Go to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. 35% off. Sale ends November 30th. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn, 888-727-BECK. 
Now, uh, nuclear <laughs> or nu- uh, power generation generally is not a, a high. There's not a high uh, uh, toll of life typically associated with it. And that's mm-hmm. the nuclear power thing is, of course, just scaremongering. But zero people have died when it comes to nuclear power. Uh, here in the United, in the United States. States, yeah. However, mm-hmm. uh, between this is a little bit of an old stat, so this number is probably a little higher now. But between 1970 and 2010, 35 people died associated with wind turbines in the United States. <laughs> really? <laughs> now, I don't, really? Now I know. I remember watching Indiana Jones. Oh, it's got to be a lot higher with the propeller <clears throat> than that. Now it's got to be in the last 11 years. I mean, I'm sure it's gone up, right? We have a lot oh, more yeah. wind power. Yes. Now here in the U.S. Yeah. No, that does not. Again, <laughs> people die exploring. Obviously, we've seen people die in oil, uh, you know, drilling accidents. We've seen mm-hmm. certainly a lot of people die from coal because the Chinese government's like, oh, wait, we're well, done drilling. OK, just seal the mine up with all the people inside. Uh, that is <laughs> so people do die uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to particularly coal mining is uh, pretty common around the world uh, however nuclear power not so common and wind it ha- does have a, a death toll to it <laughs> now of course this just says nothing about the poor birds which the only thing worse than thanksgiving for birds are wind turbines <laughs> don't they say millions of birds die from these every year i don't know what the actual I, I, number it's is. huge it's a it's a really big number it's it's an uncomfortable number yeah it is it is and when you see the turbines have you ever driven through <clears throat> Oklahoma, parts of Oklahoma, they got wind turbines all over the place. If you drive through like parts of Texas to, towards West Texas, wind turbines everywhere. First of all, they're unsightly. Secondly, they kill birds. I, I don't know how the environment, environment, environmentalists are okay with it all. How How is that all right? Uh, and nobody wants these turbines in their own backyard. Nobody wants that. I think they look kind of cool sometimes, honestly, when they're in the right setting. Would you want it in your backyard? No, I would not want it in my backyard, no. Okay. Um, But Mm -hmm. I do think they are kind of cool looking. Across the street. Let's say it's across the street from your backyard. Absolutely. You'd be okay with that? Yes, I want them all Mm -hmm. right there. (laughs) But I mean, I think you're driving in the middle of a field. I mean, that's not where they put them typically. Now, we have seen they put them in neighborhoods at times with real problems. They've caused real problems there. But if they're in the middle of nowhere, look, I don't think wind power is the enemy per se if eventually it becomes competitive and it's if they can find a way to make it reliable great but Haven't right now it's not there that. Yeah. we've always always said if that. you've got an alternative to the fossil fuel okay fine let's do it but there's nothing that can fill the void uh, they think about 300,000 birds uh, annually killed by wind turbines however 3 billion birds annually killed by cats <laughs> this is the Glenback program I have some good news. It's going to help make your house look amazing. Black Friday starts right now at Blinds.com with up to 45% off site-wide. Make Blinds.com your first choice for high-quality window coverings that are perfect for any size window, any color, or any look you have in mind. There's no guesswork, no hassle, no having to make multiple trips to the store. Whether you do it yourself or you want them to handle the measuring and installation for you, Blinds.com has you covered. They make the entire process super easy. Talk to a Blinds.com professional 
design consultant for free. And right now, save up to 45% off cellular shades, faux wood blinds, interior shutters, and a whole lot more. So treat yourself to custom home window treatments this holiday season. You're going to love the way your house looks. Blinds.com. Now through November 26, save up to 45% off everything, plus free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Blinds.com. Save up to 45% off everything, plus free shipping. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Doing our part to keep free speech alive. There's much more after the break on the Glenn Beck Program. Pat Gray, Stuper Gear for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, you can listen to my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every morning right before this particular program. Uh, and Stu does America every night, every weeknight uh, at 8 o'clock Eastern. And anytime for each of those shows, uh, anytime you want on podcast. And as we approach Black Friday as well, don't forget to load up with your merch for Christmas. We have a, a couple of ugly Christmas sweaters. We have uh, Santifa Claus, the combination of Santa Claus and Antifa. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, a, a Christmas re-education training or CRT. Nice. Uh, where we can learn, you know, the real things there. That's another one. We mm-hmm. have the Let's Go Brandon sweaters as well. Uh, also, I have this one that I'm wearing today, which is a t-shirt that just says, learn, then protest. The order is important. Because <laughs> we see so often the protesting why? seems to happen huh. before the learning, Pat. Huh. And that you, yes, those are two things you can do, but you learn mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you identify whether it's worth protesting. Then you protest if, huh. it, if it happens to clear that bar. Yeah, but what if I just hear a friend that there's been a massive injustice and I need to run out and uh, support that friend as we as we go out and protest? You mean like feelings known? everybody on the Kyle Rittenhouse case, for yes, example? Yes, exactly. In the media. Exactly. No, you learn about the case, uh-huh. then you comment on it. Weird. Or you protest it so, if it's worthy of protest. That would have been a really good process for the president to pay attention to, right? That's because. True. He didn't learn, uh, and then he spoke. So you could you could really do that process mm-hmm. with speaking out as a politician as well, because he didn't mm. learn, and then he started running his mouth off on what a white supremacist uh, Kyle Rittenhouse is. Maybe we should do a learn, then speak. The order is important. Because yeah. we, we have learn, yeah. then vote. I the like order that. is important. You can learn get these- then speak is a pretty good. That's a good safety tip as well. I do like that. Uh, you can go to shop.blazemedia.com. If you use the code Stu20 or Pat20 or Glenn20, you can get 20% off your merchandise now. Kind of a Black Friday holiday sale. And if you have someone who needs to hear the message, you know, learn, then protest. The mm-hmm. order mm-hmm. is important. <laughs> Maybe you could pick one of those up for the holidays. Okay. So Jen Psaki was asked about Biden calling Rittenhouse a white supremacist. And uh, here's what she had to say about that. Would the president ever apologize to the acquitted Kenosha shooter Kyle Rittenhouse for suggesting online and on TV that he is a white supremacist? Well, let's be clear what we're talking about here. This is about a campaign Mm -hmm. video released last year that used President Trump's own words during a debate as he refused to condemn white supremacists and militia groups. Uh, And President Trump, as we know from history, and as many of you covered, didn't just refuse to condemn militia groups on the debate stage. He actively encouraged them throughout his presidency. So, Mm. uh, you know, what we've seen are the tragic consequences of that. When people think it's okay to take the law into their own hands, instead of allowing law enforcement 
to do its job. And the president <coughs> believes in condemning hatred, division, and violence. That's exactly what was done in that video. But if uh, you're saying that it was just a campaign video, it wasn't. The president also gave an interview where he said this uh, Rittenhouse was part of a militia coming out of Illinois. Have you ever heard this president referring to Trump say one negative thing about white supremacists? These are all things. Uh, none of this was proven in the trial. And Kyle Rittenhouse is saying that the president had actual malice in defaming his character. Is that what happened here? The, the president hmm. spoke to the verdict uh, last week. Uh, he has obviously condemned uh, the hatred and division and violence we've seen around the country by groups like the Proud Boys uh, oh and okay. groups that uh, that individual has posed in photos with. Um, but beyond that, I'll leave it to his <sighs> comments around the verdict. Despicable. These people are the worst people to ever govern this nation. These are despicable people. Uh, she obviously w wouldn't answer the question, which was, is the president going to, is he ever going to apologize for referring to Kyle Rittenhouse as a white supremacist when he isn't one? When there's no evidence of any of that being the case. Well, b uh, President Trump, blah, blah, blah. It just, it's outrageous. It's it, <sighs> Wow. I like the uh, the distinction, wow. however, that Jen Psaki tried to make there, that it wasn't Joe Biden. It was Joe Biden's campaign. What, what, yeah. what kind of distinction is that? It's None. none. Because don't you have to approve the, of the campaign material? I'm Joe Biden and I, I approve, approve this, this message. message. Right. That's how that works. Yeah. Now, yeah. Th this was released on online, I guess. And the, I don't I, I mean, I don't know if that's the only the only time that they talked about this and called Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist. Well, no, Peter Ducey named uh, another instance where he, he brought it up. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's been stunning to me. What a great job Peter Ducey has done. He's been really, he's, he, oh, <laughs> he's again, been really this, good. This seems to be the case over and over again. Every Democratic <laughs> administration, there's one journalist who actually asks tough questions. Yeah. And this time, yeah. I guess it's going to be Peter Ducey. Certainly has been so far. Yeah, it's and interesting. he's just about the only one. Every once in a while, somebody else will step up. Yep. But almost every day, it's Peter Ducey. I mean, and this is an easy one. You know, like, look, there's no reason you can't just say, look, we, we had information early and, you know, maybe we shouldn't have commented on it at all. And obviously, that's the right answer. But they right? will not they own up to anything. They won't, they won't own up to a single thing. They take no responsibility for anything that ever comes out of their mouth or any policy that's gone bad, including up to and including Afghanistan, which was such an unmitigated disaster that our allies knew it. Democrats know it. Everybody knows it. And they won't even own up to that. To them, that was an unqualified success. And I'll remind people that Jen Psaki works for you. Jen Psaki does not work for Biden's campaign. Mm -hmm. Joe, Jen Psaki does not even work for Joe Biden, really. That is a position that was designed to help communicate to the American people what's going on in the understanding of the, uh, of the administration a little bit better. How do we pass this information? We can't have the president out there doing press conferences every day. What if we put we have a press secretary that comes out and helps people understand what is going on? Instead, it is turned into a role on both sides of the aisle that is just your really terrible PR person, a person who constantly lies to you all the time, a, a, a person who 
you know, is like a hundred times worse than the shadiest tobacco executive PR person that comes out and says, absolutely, there's no no tie at all to lung cancer. That person is mm-hmm. a saint compared to that the role that it, that the White House press secretary has turned into. It is just despicable, and you're it's paying true. for it, and it, and is, it should change. It, you know, you want to have the administration hire someone, an outside PR person, who can do their spin for them, fine. But it should not mm-hmm. be a part of our government. It should not be something that we're paying for. It should not be the White House press secretary. The White House press secretary should bore you to tears because they just give you statements and they try to give you the actual truth. That's the role it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be like this. No, it's not. But we've gotten to the point where they're such low-life scumbags that when she's asked about the president calling an 18-year-old kid uh, a white supremacist, what she does is ignore the question about the president and turn it around on the 18-year-old kid by saying that we've denounced groups like he posed for pictures with. Oh, gosh. That yeah. is despicable. The kid didn't know if, if they're Proud Boys. Nobody really knows if they're Proud Boys or not. The media has claimed that he went to a bar two days after he was released on bail with his mom and some other friends. And that's legal to do in Wisconsin. I don't know if he drank or not because I don't think that's legal for an 18-year-old. But you no. can go to the bar with your mom, apparently, uh, when you're 18. So he did. And at that bar, there were a couple of guys that wanted a, a selfie with him, and he did it. I mean, he he didn't. He, these are not his friends. He doesn't hang out with them. This is not his group. He doesn't associate with it. And yet, she's trying to paint him as the white supremacist because he he posed for pictures with with proud boys. And I love to see that standard apply to Democratic politicians. Oh, they pose. They have meetings with Louis Farrakhan. Right, they, they, yeah. you know, they meet with right. the, the head of Syria. Anti-Semite. Uh, not to mention racist. Uh, let's go through Joe Biden's greeting lines and pick every person out of there, and we'll fairly apply uh, their mm-hmm. views to Joe Biden. Yeah, that's a really rational okay. way of doing uh, things. It's insane. By the way, we should also point out that Kyle Rittenhouse says he was there because his attorneys told him to go. Yeah, and the early attorneys, which got. Were, were later fired, including Lynn Wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're worried about the multiple trillions of dollars we're spending uh, currently, you can give a nice big thank you note to Lynn Wood, who went around Georgia telling everyone not to vote. Jeez. So thanks a lot yeah. for that. That was, uh, that was a fantastic strategy, and it worked out really well. Because with even one of those two races, we wouldn't have these multiple trillions of dollars and all of the Green New Deal nonsense and all the crap that's flying out the door right now. We wouldn't have it with either even one of those two. Mm-hmm. And of course, now it seems to be acceptable. We've seen many, many people in Congress or Republicans uh, across the board say, OK, Linwood, obviously not. This is not a good direction to go. But at the time, many people embraced uh, his nonsense and people in I, Georgia. I don't think people knew who he really was. No. People thought he was a Republican operative, thought he was a conservative kind of guy. Yeah, no. I, no. Not at all. No, his entire history is working for the left. And I don't know if he's just gone completely insane. There's also an argument there on that. I mean, it's just... <laughs> there kind of is. He may have just been yeah. a Democrat who's gone insane and now just says all sorts of crazy things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, because he was, he had a lot of attention and he mm-hmm. is a high-profile l- lawyer that does have a legitimately uh, impressive legal career, uh, he was... 
in, involved early on with Rittenhouse because they were able to raise a lot of money. Yeah. And they brought him in. And as Rittenhouse said later on, he, I mean, he said in this in the Tucker Carlson um, he did uh, that interview. he was he was raising money more for himself than he mm-hmm. was for for Kyle. And according to Kyle Rittenhouse, Kyle was kept in jail for three months because they wanted to continue raising money off of the fact that he was in jail and then keep it. Now, of course, I, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. all the inner workings of this, but, you know, I don't, there's no motivation for Rittenhouse to be bashing his own lawyers. He won. Right. Right. Now, those people were thrown off the case uh, early on and. A lot of that was, uh, as as the, the, Kyle's later attorney said, we weren't we wanted to get Kyle out of jail. We wanted to get him so he was not spending the rest of his life in prison. We w- this was not a call. We were not trying to make this us against the system or us trying to enrich ourselves. We wanted to get Kyle off because obviously it was self defense and that worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, the other side of this was much uglier and. Um, you know, there's all sorts of ramifications, but one of the ramifications was that one of the attorneys, Kyle Rittenhouse himself says, told them to go to this bar and told him to meet with these guys and take pictures with these guys. Yeah. That's Kyle Rittenhouse. He's 17 years old. And that turned out to be, uh, you know, something the left is beating him with now. Yeah. Triple eight, seven, two, seven, B E C K more patents due for Glenn coming up. All right. If you haven't checked out rec tech yet, uh, you got to try. You got to try it. Uh, the time is now to check out Rectech. Uh, you don't want to miss their Black Friday sale. Serious grillers and smokers know all about this, that Rectech is the way to go. It's got smart grill technology, which means that it maintains a constant temperature all throughout the cooking process. You can monitor it from an app on your phone or device, which is so great. If you're talking about the summer, it's a million degrees. If it's too cold outside, you can still use your grill. Um, it's built like a tank, it's sleek, it's sturdy, it gets the job done right every time. If you're a person who enjoys cooking outdoors, or if you know someone who does, great gift idea. Please do it yours, uh, do yourself a favor and check them out today. Rectech, it'll take your grilling, smoking, and even baking to the next level. Rectech's Black Friday sale has already begun. You can save up to $415. Order right now and get your grill for the holidays with free shipping on all pellet grills. Go to Rectech.com. It's Rectech with a Q at the end. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Check it out now. Rectech.com. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, on Thanksgiving Eve, uh, nice to have a, a Wednesday that's, that really feels like a Friday. And uh, is sort of like, for most Americans, I think it is kind of Friday, right? When we have a four-day weekend coming up, that's pretty awesome. Well, the, pretty awesome. you know, they have this thing, they do this every year, where some big corporation comes out and says, we will not open on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We shall not. Target is doing it this year. They're like, oh, the, we're not, yes. We're not going to do yes, it. Because they're so woke. Yeah. Target is so woke. And we will and- never open. It's like, I never understand this argument. Number one, you know, they're like, oh, you should spend time with your family. Well, what if your family sucks? Okay. (laughs) What if your family sucks? (coughs) What if you don't want to spend time with your family? Mm -hmm. Do you have a choice whether to do that? Or should Target tell me, (laughs) uh, should, should, should society shame me into staying in my home with my family if I don't want to? And they're like, well, what about the people who work there? Well, you know what? Ask the people who work in retail if they want to make double time or time and a half uh, to work on a holiday. All, a lot of times mm-hmm. they say, yes, they do. 
And you know whose choice that should be? Theirs, not yours. <laughs> I, I can't stand that. This idea that you're, oh, we have to shut down all of society and you're a bad, you're bad if you allow people to go out and, and, and shop. I remember growing up, my, um, my family loved, it was mainly Black Friday, but like they loved going out. It was a family event. They would go out. My grandma and my aunt would go out and shop all the time. And it was like something they loved. It was a tradition they loved doing together. And now these corporations are like, oh, well, we're so woke. We're not going to open because we care so much about our employees. Bull crap. (laughs) You care care about the publicity you're getting out of this. I can't stand that. Yeah. Uh, And you're right about, I mean, Target is the biggest purveyor of bull crap right now <laughs> just stop it. just stop just stop i mean like stop. I, under- I know you're woke and i know you support every single cause in the left i i know it's so great and including it's- women uh being subjected to to men coming into the bathroom if they identify as women <laughs> and everything every single cause you support that's great and now you're not going to make your employees work that's it's beautiful. But like, oh, it's God, beautiful. gas station employees, they all have to work. No one cares about them. Nobody no one cares, cares about no. grocery store employees. No one cares about them at all. Right. It's just, I guess, like you're not allowed to go buy gifts for your family <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Go ahead to these other places. It's fine. It's uh-huh. Bars are open. You can go yeah. get yourself a hammered. <laughs> Uh, down at the bar. That's totally fine, but don't let people go buy a toy now. This is the Glenn Beck Program.